Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of Mark. Today is episode 979, and we're looking at Mark chapter 11, verses 27 through 33. Let's read the passage. They came again to Jerusalem. As he was walking in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came and asked him, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority to do these things? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question, then answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was John's baptism from heaven or of human origin? Answer me. They discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin that they were afraid of the crowd, because everyone thought that John was truly a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. This is the Gospel of Mark. Mark's giving us this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus. It began with the Galilean ministry. Jesus traveling through Galilee, teaching and healing. Then we had a brief Gentile ministry, then the journey to Jerusalem. Now they are finally at Jerusalem. It began on Sunday, Palm Sunday, with the triumphant entry. Then Monday, the following day, they were entering Jerusalem from Bethany, where they stay each night, and we had the cursing of the fig tree. Then in Jerusalem later, the cleansing of the temple, chasing out the people who were buying and selling. Now, it's Tuesday, and they've started from Bethany on their way to Jerusalem. They passed the withered fig tree, and Jesus provided some teaching about faith and prayer. Now, it's still Tuesday, and we pick it up in Mark 11, verse 27. They came again to Jerusalem as he was walking in the temple. The chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came and asked him, By what authority are you doing these things? So they're in Jerusalem now. It's Tuesday, and he has this encounter with this group of people. Now, chief priests, scribes, and elders, basically he means the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin is the ruling council for Judaism. It's a council of 70 men plus the high priest, who is Caiaphas at this particular time. He acts as the chairman of this group, so it's 70 plus the high priest. And it's a group of priests, the descendants of Aaron, those from the priesthood, who are then elevated to chief priests who sit on the Sanhedrin. A group of scribes, these are the religious experts. They're not priests, but they study the law and are the experts on the law. They interpret the law. They are teachers of the law. And then elders. These would be basically laymen. They're not scribes, and they're not priests. But they're mostly probably from rich families. They're part of the aristocracy of the people of Jerusalem. So these three groups, 70 of these people total, who comprise the ruling council of the Sanhedrin. So when he says the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came, he doesn't mean all 70 of them. He means a group from them. So a delegation from the Sanhedrin, a subset. How many of them? 
don't know. It can't be that many of them, but a group comes to find out what's going on with him. And they ask, by what authority are you doing these things? Continue. Who gave you this authority to do these things? Now, authority is a big issue. We saw authority coming out in Jesus' Galilean ministry, where we saw his authority over sickness, his authority over demons, his authority over death. And as he taught, they were amazed as he taught as one with authority. So now he's doing things in Jerusalem. They're asking, what authority are you doing these things? Because they are the authority. They are the supreme, ultimate authority on all religious matters in Judaism. And these things, what are they referring to? Well, the things he's doing. And what we've seen is teaching, his triumphant entry into the city, the cleansing of the temple. So does he mean specifically what he did with the temple the previous day or all these things together. I think it's probably all these things. It's you're, you're up to some things here, and we want to know who gave you the authority to do these things. So the question, his authority, and any human authority that Jesus appeals to would be inferior to their authority. So, okay, you may have been told you could do these things, but we decide what goes on around here. So they could have him arrested by the temple police. There is an actual group of Jewish police who work for the Sanhedrin. They are the temple police. So they could have him arrested for doing things without authority. As a bare minimum, they could order him to cease and desist. Knock it off. We didn't give you that authority, so quit doing it. And so their challenge is, what authority? Who told you you could do these things? Verse 29, Jesus said to them, I'll ask you one question, then answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. So this seems kind of, well, rude or disrespectful, but it's actually a, a common form of debate amongst rabbis, uh, challenging with counter-questions. And so they ask him a question, and by bringing out more truth, he asks them a question. Now, one thing unusual here is he says, Based on your answer, I'll decide whether or not to answer your question. So verse 30, was John's baptism from heaven or of human origin? Answer me. So he's talking about John the Baptist here. Now he says John's baptism. He's really referring to everything about John's ministry. What John taught and what John did. Because John taught the kingdom of God was near, was at hand. Because of that, repent and be baptized. So he's talking about John's teaching, John's practices, his baptism. So the question, was that from heaven or of human origin? Meaning, did somebody, human, teach John and appoint John and authorize John to do these things? Or was John directly authorized by God to do these things? Verse 31, they discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say, then why did you believe him? But if we say of human origin, then they were afraid of the crowd because everyone thought that John was truly a prophet. Well, we know what they thought of John. They didn't think much of John. They didn't like John, and they didn't like what John was doing. So they don't think John was a prophet. But if they say that, if they say, 
John wasn't a prophet, the crowd's going to go crazy. The crowd's going to riot because the common people believe John was a prophet sent by God. They can't agree with that, one, because they don't believe it. But even if they did say it because of the crowd, then Jesus would come back to them and say, well, John was a prophet sent by God. Then why didn't you guys get baptized? Why didn't you believe? So they're in a quandary here. There's no good answer to this question that Jesus gives. Verse 33. So the answer, Jesus, we don't know. This is interesting. By saying this, they're basically admitting the limitation of their authority, that they're really not the authority, because if they were the true ultimate religious authorities, they would know the truth about John. Now, they think they know. John was just some guy, but they're afraid to say it, afraid of what the crowd's response would be if they said John was not a prophet. So they think they're tap dancing their way out of this answer. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Now, by refusing to answer, he's indirectly saying that his authority is superior to their authority. They're the ultimate authority in religious things. And Jesus basically saying, My authority supersedes your authority. In other words, he's basically saying, My authority comes from God. Because he's linking his authority with John's authority. John was appointed by God to carry out his ministry. Jesus said, and I was appointed by God to carry out my ministry. He's not saying those things out loud, but it is certainly meant here. You can't miss it. But they're in a quandary. They, They can't challenge him on this because they know that the crowd thinks Jesus is a prophet. The crowd thinks John was a prophet. They were hoping for Jesus to either say, well, nobody gave me the authority to do this, or they could come back and say, well, we're the authorities here, and we're telling you, you can't do that here. But Jesus pulled a fast one on them here by challenging them about John the Baptist, and they didn't have a good answer for that. So this is the first encounter Jesus has here in Jerusalem with the religious authorities. We saw a lot of encounters with religious authorities back in Galilee. And there's going to be several encounters here leading up to his arrest and execution and resurrection. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of Mark.